and actually, I think as a podcast, we should we should move away from the sport for all concept and just have it for people who can do it really well. Absolutely, yeah. We 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 should basically say uh, this sport of rowing. This is now the official stance of Broken Oars Podcast. We don't believe in rowing for all. We believe in rowing for an elite cadre of public school boys who've been taught to row since the age of nine. Um, the occasional public school girl who's naturally gifted and can row with the boys and us. That's pretty it. much. The yeah, we should be allowed to row. And Germans, that... very large, tall, powerful Germans. We need more large, powerful, tall Germans in our life. And had the Second World War gone differently, that would have been a reality. Um, yeah, but we're not mentioning the war. No, we're not, we don't talk about the war. Uh, but no, it's it's. But. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to me and Aaron grump about our respective crews. We're venting. We're, we're, we're venting because we're, venting. We're, we're old. And uh, not only can we see the light of, at the end of the tunnel, and it is, in fact, the Grim <laughs> Reaper waving a lantern. Um, <laughs> Come to well, the light. We, we, we are also aware that our, you know, the various, you know, the, the small collection of horses we had under the bonnet is slowly escaping and sort of like tunning its way under the fence. Um, I like yeah. that metaphor. Um, so Aaron, we're basically I, I saying... Have, I have brought you to this podcast today for the purpose to remind our glorious listeners that um, our, our discount code with the wonderful Canadian company Manscaped has yeah. come to an end. And should they wish to purchase... A Manscaped product from yeah. uk.manscaped.com um, at 20% discount. They only have approximately 12 hours to use the promo code BROKENORS, B-R-O-K-E-N-O-A-R-S. I spelt it right this time. I'm really um, impressed. You've been working on your spelling, young man. I have. I have. Uh, you've only got about 12 hours left and probably in about six hours by the time we publish this. Yeah. Um, and that is, that's like a really cheesy little bit of advertising, but I actually thought that I can bring a degree of value to people because I have joined a gym recently for various reasons, mainly because my kid's doing karate downstairs. So right. Rather than sit around for an hour of my life waiting for them to finish karate, which mm -hmm. is... And like I said, you know, I, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so an hour of my life is actually like increasingly valuable to me. Yes. Um, so I've joined the gym and it's very much a, it's not a rower's gym. They've only got two rowing machines there that don't get a lot of use. They're literally, they are literally tucked in a corner um face no one puts rowers in the corner Lou, and no one and i'm not okay, no no i mean i don't know if you saw my post on instagram i when, did when i when i was doing my pgce um residential at this hotel where they literally stuck in about a maybe two and a half foot maybe three foot width between a covid screen protecting me from the breath of the person on the treadmill and a working fire escape um that was <laughs> that was where they tucked the rowing machine and it was just like are you 
fucking kidding me, you bastards. But no, it's not that bad. But, you know, we are uh, at the new gym in Dover, Whitfield, which is otherwise a very nice gym. It's not really about the rowers. It's they are doing the thing where they're tucked in the corner. All the other cardio equipment is either facing out over this massive view where you can literally see the sea in the distance or it's facing like a load of TV screens. Yeah. But so they're basically devaluing you. They're devaluing your entire life. The 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 art and practice of rowing that you devoted your life to and they're sticking you in a corner. I'm They're basically saying that rowers should be seen and not heard, which you as a natural stroke sider is something that you <laughs> naturally kick against, I would imagine. Yes, um, I, I, I shall be vocal and I shall tell people about my power and 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 awesomeness under pressure, etc. And how yeah. technique is actually a lie. Um, but no, they do have a techno gym rower. They have the Ooh, have bizarrely they? named Skill Row skill row and i well, can't go on it you're a stroke sider you have no discernible skills is it for biosiders only um no no i i'd say i'd say even scholars can use it okay even, are we going to get into this scholars. because i've recently looked at the peloton rower and basically when what the living fuck are you taking the piss out of me for with this monstrosity get a concept to and get someone to coach a session. Go on a Zoomerg with Judith. Go on a Zoomerg with Lewin. If if you really must go on a Zoomerg, but don't spend a thousand pounds plus how much a month? Fifty nine pounds a month for for someone in Lycra to go. Hey, that's really good. Let's drop at the finish now. Jesus wept. No, what no, is the God I mean, coming through? Seriously, it, it's like I mean, this is what I was saying in my my last little video. Uh, oh yeah, you've gone solo. You've gone solo. You've left. I, I, the went, band. I went. I went solo just because I thought we haven't done a podcast in a while, and I just wanted to get some content out there. And I'd had this whole thing in my head for ages, and like reviewing all these channels. And John Stapleton, a sensei, a sensei, twelve dollars fifty a month. Yeah. For being coached <laughs> by Eric Murray. Two Come on, guys. Price. a month, you can stop at any time and your concept tool will still work. Yeah. As opposed to the Peloton rower. How much was it? 59 quid a month? It's about 59 quid a month plus actually buying the, 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 um, plus actually buying the rower. And if you stop paying the 59 quid a month, I think your rower breaks down. Yeah. Well, it doesn't log into the Peloton. So it doesn't work. I mean, basically, what are we talking about? The water rower, the Peloton, the, the, just get a concept too. It works. It's, it's like, I have invented fire. We do not need to, you know, it's, it's basically like the wheel. Why would you try and do it differently? Um, and there's the hydro row, which costs about three grand, but okay. Now, all these things, I reckon none of them are actually very bad rowers. I've tried the water rower. Me too. Water rower is, it's fundamentally very, very different. It, it's yes, actually it is. a different experience. It feels different. It responds to, it responds to rating up, not pushing harder. Yeah. So arguably you could say it's a little bit more like an actual boat. Well, that but, was, the, yes. Okay. 
I, I, I couldn't say that the difference was enough to make me think, oh, I'm going to invest in this. But my feedback on the my feedback on the water rower, and I do believe Mark, the mighty Hancock, who will be coming on this podcast, whether he likes it or not, because we've, we've lauded him so much. And I keep asking him and he goes, oh, I, I've really got nothing to add. You get wonderful guests. What would I talk about? It's like you're Mark Hancock. You're basically like the Geordie version of Eric yeah. Murray that nobody knows about. I think he had a water rower and I tried it on the, on the basis that it's supposed to actually feel like being in a boat. Now, I've tried really hard on the water rower and can I rip my catch in the same way that I do when I'm in a boat? No, that's possibly a good thing. But I just think the concept too, if you're a rower, it's it's like learning to walk and breathe oxygen. It's just there. It's just, oh, that's the sound of the flywheel. That's the feeling of the catch. This is what rowing on a machine feels like. Am yeah. I just being a Luddite? I mean, okay. The other thing, if you've got small children in the house and you don't want to wake them up, the water yeah. rower has a major advantage over anything. Yeah, but if you've got small children in the house in a concept too, you can make them do rate 48 pieces when they're like 18 months old, which this which Charlotte great. Charlotte smashed <laughs> the living crap out of. I've done that to my kids. Or, or, you know, it's quite fun watching my son sit there at kind of uh, three minute 50 splits yeah um, so right 50 um but you know that's six six year olds for you it, it was actually quite good fun kind of like swapping one minute pieces with him i'm going to do that on sunday again it, yeah it's a blast but anyway the techno gym skill row which is out of all these things the most expensive option do you know how much it costs aaron I'm going to say a really nice, well-made guitar by a respected luthier, someone like Rory at Taron Guitars. Let's go for about two and a half to three grand. It's $4,150. Oh, heart attack. <laughs> it's just a small one. I'll be fine. Carry on. Now, okay, that that's the list price on the website. Um, what do you get? Do you get like your own coxswain and team of boatmen to live in your house with it? Well, all right, this it's it's a good point because you could literally get four concept twos. Yeah. And <laughs> have enough for a really good night on tiles. You'd yeah. have 154 pounds left over. Yeah. That's if you if you bought them at list price. But okay, let's go through the good things about it. So um the gym I'm at has got Concept 2 Model E's. Right. And it's got the, the Techno Gym Skill Rower. So first of all, forget the Skill Rower thing. It's not going to make you a more skillful rower. There's, so why do they call it a Skill Rower? Does it have like technical they pointers? just came, I, marketing people. Someone in marketing went, hey, let's put the word skill before the word rower and that will make it cool. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. You but, know what you Do you know what you call shooting every second marketing person? I'm not sure we're allowed to like suggest violence like this on Google Podcasts, but go on. A good start. It's the same. You can use <laughs> oh, yeah, the same yeah. joke with lawyers, but you know, um, yeah, yeah okay, exactly. yeah. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, I see what not every other market because you know you finish with like shooting all the others. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so okay, we, we would rule. like to point out that that was a satirical diversion. And in no way does Broken Oars podcast 
endorse the shooting of marketing persons no it wasn't an order it wasn't a command it wasn't a suggestion it was a it was a joke but you know i suppose yeah moving yeah, on but, you know, before we get into more trouble so so the skill um, rower now here's the thing in terms of versus the concept team model e which mm -hmm. is no longer in production probably because of this very re reason the model e is a little bit wobbly so when you're going for it yeah one minute pieces for instance rate 34 you can see it flex Ooh. which is weird because frankly i don't think concept twos are meant to flex unless you're up around the you know the 500 meter pace unless you're like big stewart and you're really lashing it I mean, I can't remember. I mean, they will hop across the floor a bit if you catch. Yeah, it right but they'll hop like, across the floor. To you know, it, it, the yeah. whole thing hops together. It doesn't bend and flex. Yeah, and I would say that the Techno Gym Skillrower does not bend. This is because it weighs a metric shit ton. Is that a technical term? Is it that that is an SI unit? Right. Okay. The metric. It, it is. It is a really heavy beast. You know, Concept 2 has got this knack of like building stuff out of sheet steel. So they're much kind of lighter than the equivalents. Yes. Yeah. They didn't do that at Techno Gym. They said, we make gym equipment. It doesn't need to move very much. It can be 70 odd kilos or something like that. I'm not sure how much it weighs, but it is absolutely rock solid, even when you're giving it a thorough lash. It, do it doesn't skip across the floor. Right. As far as I can work out, that might be in the flooring in the gym, but whatever. It is just solid. Do you like it? Has it got a nice feel? Has it got, does it well, feel like a, what does it feel like? So like I came off doing four one minute pieces yeah. um, on the rowing machine, on the proper, on the Concept 2 Model E, and then I went and did a one minute piece on the Skill Row. And yeah same rate same effort more or less the same feel it might feel a little bit kind of spongier around the catch possibly okay. um so, so not as not as defined at the catch that feeling when the maybe, chain catches that, the flywheel yeah that yeah. i mean so like possibly they're using a slightly heavier flywheel it's got a bit more, more momentum right. but for roughly the same rate the same feeling i put in the same output speed on the monitor so okay i think it's pretty much one for one other than the fact that one you can still get a concept two for around 800 2000 pounds and this costs 4100 pounds list price other than that and but at the same time if you are the kind of person who looks at a land rover and says you know what that you know a pro no not a land rover a range rover a proper yeah like Range Rover and says, you know what? That thing is just not expensive enough. I'm going to go and buy a Porsche Cayenne Turbo. <laughs> um, because I want people to know if I'm I was that kind of person, if I, yeah. if I won the lottery and all my kind of business ideas came true all at once, I probably too would build my own home gym and put a techno gym skill row front and center in it and i'd hide my concept two just behind it and i go wrong on the concept two because fundamentally when you go up to it it looks the business it's a pose 
it's it, it's it, like it's like people who only ever do the school run but they need to have a range rover evoc because yeah. because because yeah yeah but it, i'm i'm not i'm not gonna in exactly the same way the range rover evoc and the porsche cayenne turbo and and like, like those top end teslas yeah, they yeah. look the business they look There's very nice ways yeah. people see you've got one of those they go there's a man who's either inherited a lot of wealth or has actually done quite well for himself. Or, or, is, or is paying for it on a monthly lease that he can't really afford <laughs> not a cop. Yeah, you 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 can pay a hundred quid a month for four years. Yeah. Um, which I wouldn't recommend. Um no. so yeah, it, it if you want to make a statement with your exercise equipment, if for instance you are a hotel gym, if you are someone saying, look, we're swanky here yeah I, I would actually say that's prob i can understand why you would spend the extra it's a hell of a lot of extra to spend yeah but if you can only afford if you've only got space for two rowers mm. money to burn and you you want some kind of status i, I get it i honestly do so you're basically saying it's 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 a statement piece it's like the person who really wanted a uh, Gibson Les Paul when they were 16, couldn't afford it, went into banking, is now in their mid-50s, has got a shit ton of money and goes, I can't play, but I'm going to buy a 1959 reissue Gibson Les Paul just because I've always wanted one and I can afford it. Yeah, and probably like, you know, with like the custom mother of pearl inlay and stuff. Yeah, yeah and all of the relicking from the custom shop and all of that. Absolutely, but I'm, yeah. I'm going to okay, come... So and and also if you are part of an organization that says we are getting people who are walking through the door paying 150 quid a month for their gym membership yeah we're going to give them not only not necessarily the best but the thing that looks the best right um, though if you're that organization then yeah i'd probably buy a couple of these and then i might have like an actual proper row somewhere on the side a proper um, row so, being a concept too obviously yeah. Yeah. it looks the part yeah it's actually a half decent row right it has a nice feel it has a nice feel okay it's it, i reckon it's pretty much one for one in terms of effort put in and strokes taken for the concept too so if right. you know what your 2k is and you know what your splits are if you've got a training program from somebody's working on concept two you can just stick that straight on, onto it yeah the display bizarrely enough the display isn't that great it looks nice again it looks like it's got its own built-in uh mon it, it's got its own built-in ipad but yeah. actually it's all just seven segment leds and oh, okay. here's, here's the worst bit right this is the absolute worst bit now i don't know this is just because the techno gym at the gym is running out of batteries right when you, you you know what you do on a concept two you slide mm. forward on the seat sitting down on the seat you enter your stuff you, you thumb in your you know, bits yeah you, you you thumb in your workout yeah and then you kind of faff around and you adjust your watch and you strap your feet in and you make sure your heart rate monitor and you strap yeah, it yeah and then okay. you've got your rear plugs in and stuff you, yeah 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 and then you okay right here we go boys you can't do that You've got about from putting your workout in on the techno gym, you've got about 30 seconds, maybe 20 seconds before it 
goes blank and zeros. That's not that's not good. That's enough. not enough. No, I that's I need really... I, I need to pull on the foot straps. I need to just do that thing with the damper, even though you know it makes no difference. I need to do the kind of the head roll thing, little mouthful of water. Uh, no, I need more time than twenty seconds. Yeah, you 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 need. I reckon you need about two minutes. Um, a faff time, yeah. You need faff time, and the monitor, for whatever reason, doesn't give you that. The handle is a bit weird. So do you know how, fundamentally, whether you like the old Model C handle or the mm -hmm. modern handle, I quite like the modern handle. I quite like so, the modern handle as well. You, you know how you can just literally... Let it hang on the fingers. Absolutely wailing on it. You can just hang on to it with your fingers. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can have, like, a light grip. You can just relax the hands and just just yeah. let the yeah. You can't do that. They've got this plastic covering to the handle, right? Which is actually particularly when your hands get a bit sweaty. You've got a grip on that thing, so if you're doing it goes. A, a long like a six k piece, yeah. Your forearms are gonna get pumped. Yeah, okay. It, it, you need to grip on the handle. So, and also the handle's quite heavy. Now that shouldn't make a difference, but, but it does. It does. It, it it's like it, it's a metal tube, right? So so it's like a bicycle handlebar that's got like quite thick grips on it, and that doesn't really work. Well, the old the old Model C and and the the new handle, it kind of worked because they were light enough. Um, that you could just kind of relax the hands and, and let the chain almost be the gate so you could find your balance point and just come forward with it. If it's too heavy and you haven't got a gate or you haven't got a nice feel on the chain to balance it with, you have to work at holding it. You, you, yeah. You're literally, so you're going to get pumped in the forearms, which you don't want. You want to be able to relax into the catch and then drive back. Yeah, it's, it's, you, that, that is actually, I mean, sort of like, the big thing they say in bicycles is like you can you can get away with murder on the frame. Yeah. It's the contact points that really matter. And yeah. the handle isn't great on this for something right. like four thousand pounds. You're kind of thinking should have got yeah, that right. You, you should have worked that one out. And also, you know how the concept two seat is mm. is a bit biscuity, it's not exactly comfortable, but it's kind of got that that's slightly ergonomic. Yeah, you can kind of get away with it. I'm pretty sure they basically just said uh, the everyone's going to bring their seat pad for this. No, the seat is just it's just flat and it's hard, and it, it's got a slightly scalloped bit for your tailbone, right? You'd hoped, but you're not sitting on that without something. You're really uh not. I mean, I I go back and forth on seat pads. I think that you should, you know, I've used the towel, I've used the seat pad, I've used the concept two without. I basically think that you should be able, you know, unless you've got a, a really bony ass, you should be able to get away with it for at least an 18K without going, I really can't do this without a seat pad. I mean, I get you can adjust height and all of those things. I don't mind the concept two seat. I have to say, maybe maybe my ass is just used to it. Sorry, maybe I'm, I'm at some point I'm going to recommend a seat pad to you. I'm reluctant to do it while we're recording because I don't I don't want to actually do free advertising for a company that I've already paid <laughs> for. 
because I've, I've already paid for this seat pad and it's an expensive seat pad and it's like most oh, people okay. probably you know it, it is the danish sex toy seat pad but my god it's good i'm oh willing to word. i'm willing to give it a go i'm willing to i'm willing to try um there there are they the price has come down a lot recently they're okay. about 50 quid now not like they used to be about 110 quid I'm just going to I'm just going to push back a little bit on the on the skill rower as statement piece you know and I'm I, I obviously if you're if you're at the gym and, and it's there then you know by all means use it but I have a horrible feel not a horrible feeling I've known you a long time I have a very strong feeling that you'll still do a lot of your work on the concept too because it's a concept too um the statement I mean, no, piece, honestly if I won the lottery tomorrow yeah. and I move to um I moved to the kind of house that had a basement cinema. Let, let, let's put it that way. Which would then become your basement gym. Yes, I know. Well, you. No, no. It, it would have like a basement cinema and it would have like a conservatory gym. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and like properly, you know, those like sliding windowy things. So everything, there'd be breeze coming through and it'd be like roaring outside. And, um, I I might even do like the modern version of the Eric Murray garage where he's got his goat running around while he's doing his 1K test. Love that. And the gold. That, that, is, that is one of the all time classic erging videos. Eric it's... Murray blatting out virtually <laughs> no training, a 255 1K while his goat is just sitting there and just like casually chewing the cud watching him. Yeah. Absolutely classic content. And look the gold erg as well. Eric Murray, 1K goat. On yeah, look it up. Eric Murray, 1K goat um, effort. I think it might have been on, on the gold concept too, which is just way cool. Yeah. I'm just I'm just pushing back on the skill rower. Um, occasionally, I will walk up from the clubhouse at Tyne, and, which means that I head up towards Wylam on one side of the river and come down the other, which takes me through right and golf course. And I see a huge amount of 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 middle-aged men of about my age, but about twice my weight, um, because they haven't been quite as disciplined in their life choices. And they're on right golf for a start. They're playing golf for a start. They're on right and golf course, and they've got their 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 you know hundreds of pounds worth of equipment in their driver and their seven iron and their putter and their trolley and their and their, all of the rest of it. And the thing is, you, you can. You can have the best gear in the world, but if you don't actually use it or know what to do with it, it's it's a it's it's really like having a Ducati nine one six in your garage, but never having passed your motorbike test. I used to train when I was younger with um, a runner called Kirsty Wade, uh, and that might be an old school name for some of you, but she was a very very fast eight hundred meter runner in in the days when the East Germans were still taking ladies were still taking little blue pills. Um, and she routinely, I'd go out for runs with her um, at Bladen Harriers. She'd routinely go out in a pair of trainers that looked like they should have been consigned to the bin, wearing a, a T-shirt that had probably she'd just been finishing changing the baby and a pair of shorts that she'd got at some Commonwealth or such and such that had been washed to death. And she would literally stuff the living crap out of every other runner in the field and her thing as well it's not what you wear it's what you do you know all of the yeah. gear and no idea so you could have a skill rower and it would look great and everyone would go oh skill rower that's four thousand pounds worth of kit but if you still don't actually know what you're doing or don't do the work it's a, it's about as much use as a chocolate teapot 
Well, yeah. I mean, no, I'd have to. If I was like a millionaire with like my conservatory gym that I'm playing yeah. and sort of like a tame month jack deer wandering around, which would be my <laughs> cool version of like my cool and incredibly rich version of Eric Murray's goat. Yeah. Um, the thing is that I'd still have <laughs> the same battered old like six million meters on the clock concept too in the corner and i do all my training on that yeah. um i mean the seat is appalling for something like that it's also got the same problem as the concept 2 model e which mm. you can't move where the monitor is oh so, so you can't you can't put it if you're going for it and you're taking long hard strokes with a fast recovery yeah you kind of feel like it's going to punch you in the face it's doing it, that it is kind of coming right up into your face yeah and the thing is the first time i tried it i thought what the hell is this like pile of junk mm -hmm. um so but the second second time fundamentally it's a good rower right but it's not as good as the concept too and it costs four thousand pounds you know i can't i, I genuinely can't, can't stress that enough that concept. the that this is the most expensive rower on the market they they do have like connectivity but here's yeah. the thing the concept too is as co connected mm. and it's got so many different resources out there you're just thinking well just use them pretty um, much that's where and I'm like, the, like half of these resources are actually free you don't have to pay 59 quid a month for them yeah, I think the Pel I mean, I think the whole Peloton thing, they launched during lockdown. I seem to remember that the cycling thing became incredibly popular when no one could go out. And I I just think if you can get down to a club, if you've got a concept too, if you've got even the smallest bit of self-discipline and self-control, you don't need somebody shouting at you on a screen to do your workout. You're just going to do it anyway. Can I ask a, 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 what might be a deeply personal question, but I, I feel I can ask it given that we're talking about when we win the lottery. Do you actually put the lottery on? Because that is a major part in having a chance in winning it. No. Right, neither do I. So basically, we're never getting a steel <laughs> rower anytime yeah. soon. Um, no, I mean it, it is. It. It's a. It's it, a, if, the if weird ship thing comes is, in. it's like it's literally as though I had been given the chance to take a Maserati for a thrash up and down the M20. And you I must thought, have done that. You, you know you're, what? You're a southerner. You probably learned to drive in a Ferrari. I mean, that's that's basically. Yes, yes uh, uh, of course, of course of I did. Course. That that entirely represents my childhood and my 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 growing up in uh, Zone Two. In you know, <laughs> Zone Two in the nineties wasn't like exactly the way it is today in London. Okay. Um, it, it wasn't an indication that you, you know, your your parents worked in IT or they owned a large chunk of a Canadian oil field. Um, but but no, it's. I mean, literally, imagine you've been given the chance to go and drive some statement Maserati mm. down the m2 and maybe give it a thrash around the lanes a bit and you yeah. came back you got out of it and you said you know what mate i'm okay with like the ford 
focus or whatever it is yeah i'm you know, you, I'm, I'm okay, okay with the basic the form- thing that's kind of like it does the job yeah, I'm okay yeah. with the Ford or Volkswagen estate that I managed to get my children and myself to school in and us all on holiday yeah. in and, and get to work and back in that does the job, doesn't break down and doesn't have an Italian on the end of the call center line going, I'm sorry, I do not know what you're talking about. That's my Italian accent. That um, was genuinely terrible. It so, is genuinely yeah. terrible. But yeah, um, can I shift gears slightly? Well, you, only if you can do it very quickly because I've actually got to like, run home and... Um, this will literally, my mother who's who's visiting right this will literally take five minutes of your life and I, I it's a question I've wanted to ask ever since the Harry Brightmore episode and it's not why are we talking again because I thought we were done I thought we'd reached our pinnacle with Harry I thought that our work as a podcast was over but obviously that is not the case so you know eyes okay yeah. the things that we look with so when you take something like a um, a prey animal, like a like a rabbit or a a cow mm-hmm. or a gazelle, they're kind of sighted up near the back so that they, you know, they so they can they, they can they have, have three hundred and sixty degree vision, so they can see the fox coming. Yeah, exactly. So so when you look at a at a hare that's kind of you know it's it's in its furrow, it it can see behind it and in front of it. It has that kind of three sixty you know vision. But when you look at predators predator animals rather than prey animals so your prey animals would be like your rabbit your hare your your muntjac deer if it's in your millionaire mansion yeah um prey animals like foxes or tigers or people the the eyes are at the front they have that whole binocular vision going on so that they can focus in on the prey and uh, yeah and judge distances slightly better and, and judge distance so they can pounce and all of the rest of it now, where I'm going with this, and it's really actually been exercising me a lot over the last two weeks of my illness, and it might possibly be a delirious fever dream, is do you remember when you were a child, a television program called The Wombles? Yes. Do you remember where their eyes were? Vaguely pointing forwards. They were pointing dead forwards. Overground, yeah. underground, wandering free, the Wombles of Wimbledon common are we. Now, are you trying to point out at this point, you think the Wombles were predatory animals living on Wimbledon common, snacking on our children? I don't want to be the first to say it, but I think there is a good chance. I mean, making good use of the things that they find, what, like small children, dogs that have been led off the leash to have a poo, cats that are making their way home, yeah, I know, but cats kill like loads and loads of birds every year. So, like, you know, yeah, yeah we should, we sh- I mean, it's, people it's, should... it's you know, it's part of the food chain. Uh, yeah, I can I can live with that, but it's the idea that if if I was ever to visit London again and perhaps go on Wimbledon Common, and why would I when there is you know Regent's Park just around the corner? Um, I might let one of my children off their leash. Yes, they're leashed. They're northern. They haven't been house trained yet. And they may never come back because Uncle Bulgaria goes, oh, a snack. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I think- I'm, I'm going to say that if you if you went a, around and looked at all herbivorous animals, you might well find exceptions to the forward pointing eyes thing. Okay. Or, or no, the sideways pointing eyes thing. The sideways eyes and the and the binocular yeah. eyes. Yeah. And I'm going to say I saw no evidence of the wombles being like a profoundly predatory. I I didn't see a great pouncing ability. I I didn't see 
teeth designed for rending and tearing flesh. And you lived in London. You lived in Zone 2. Indeed. Um, but I never went to Wimbledon Common. Well, in fact, I went to Wimbledon Common once, I think. And um, and did you have any interaction with Wombles while you were there? No. I think this is the other thing. Wombles are now extinct. That, that's heartbreaking. Possibly, possibly because they were hunted to extinction <laughs> for eating people's children um, on the quiet. I mean, I don't want to make us a laughing stock among rowing podcasts. I, I really don't, but I think we should <laughs> maybe do it's too late, possibly. I think we should possibly do a podcast episode looking at, at the children's television programs of our childhood, because I think some of them are deeply problematic. We have predatory wombles, we have bagpuss. What LSD trip is that all about? Um, we have He-Man, who, let's be honest, was on PEDs. Have you seen the size of his traps? Uh, I think that that we should maybe be looking at some quite serious issues beyond dropping £4,100 on a, a rower. I, I think that's actually probably quite interesting. But I'm I'm going to say that I've had this theory for a long time that certainly between about 1949 and 1980 mm. all of the people who were making children's television programs or a a significant proportion of the people who were making children's television programs were mostly men who had been really profoundly traumatized in world war ii yeah that's relatively little access to a modern psychiatric medication or modern psychiatric practice and when you go back and you look at stuff like bill and ben, ben and the flower pot man and yep. Bagpuss, mr ben and you know um, half of these things you actually roundabout mr ben or all of the classics yeah, all of these things you look at a bunch of individuals who are desperately self-medicating their trauma away are you saying that um, our... I'm not actually joking about that. I'm not making light of post-traumatic stress disorder suffered by um, war veterans. Mm. I genuinely think that when you actually look at the comedy up until about 1980, 1985, you look at Spike Milligan, you look at the goons. Yeah, you look at the goons, you look at all of that. They were all people who had been through the ringer. Horrific. So uh, yeah. I, I think it was like two of the goons, Milligan and Sellers. Yeah. And Benty. They met yeah. as young, probably quite, you know, not, you know, they were young, they were intelligent. They were probably quite sensitive, artistically focused individuals. And do you yeah. know what their job was? They were artillery gunners. Yeah. They rain death down on people from 15 miles away. And I imagine that weighed on their mind. And they had death rained upon them. I mean, if you've never read Spike Milligan's war memoir, it is actually genuinely one of the most harrowing um, memoirs of the Second World War. And he, he had breakdown after breakdown because of his experiences. So I'm yeah. not, I, 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 I realize what you're saying and I recognize it in the comedy and the shows. Uh, and no, we're not making light of it. That generation went through horrific things. But that that generation then just had to essentially get on and build the modern world for the next 30 years. 
Yeah. Which are is, you base? Are you basically also saying then that for our children who are of that that kind of formative age, for them to have the same wonderful experiences that 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 we did in terms of the media they watch, we need to take everyone at Netflix, Amazon, and the BBC and put them in a war zone for about four years. What? As um, yeah, I'm I'm going to say something like dangerous and violent at that point. Uh, no, I just think that. Um, Actually, I think a lot of what happened after about 1980 was that a really quite large number of people who, by modern standards of child protection, would not be allowed anywhere near children, mm -hmm. started making their way into the children's entertainment industry. So we, yeah. a large number of things that you might see now on television, you might be looking at and going, that ain't right. Mm there's a reason for that i think because yeah. you know quite literally you you go back and you look now at the big names of mid to late 80s and 90s light entertainment mm -hmm. and you know you are hard pressed to find someone who wasn't actually positively nonsense kids well, we're looking at the Stuart Halls and Jimmy Savills of this world. I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's utterly terrifying. It is genuinely. Um, and, and I looking... mean, it, it, it's, it's just, you know, even, yeah, I, and child protection is a very new phrase. It is. And on that note, having having wonderfully dissected the best available rower, and let's be honest, it is the concept too, and Lou and I will both be buying a skill rower when, when our ship comes in. Um, <laughs> having having said, look, it, you know, be careful of wombles, they, they could turn on you, and skipped merrily through the minefield that is children's television and light entertainment, I think, Lou, you should go off and spend time with your mum and send her my love and love to all of your family. I'm going to go make a pot of coffee and eat cool. a bacon and egg sandwich. Excellent. This, I'll see you soon then. Indeed. Um, in which case, it's goodbye from him and it's good night from me or whatever the two Ronnie's phrase was. See you later.